Hi, this is Stacy Hyde, and we're back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And I do want to talk about the economy and markets again, but what I'm hopeful is that you will see this as some kind of good news or a way to see that there is light coming and it's not a train, that I actually think things are going to get better probably faster than many people expect. So last week we were at our um, back office firm's national conference and so we got to hear economic updates from some of the biggest investment firms in the country and we also had an update from Commonwealth Sun Chief Investment Officer. And I think it was interesting because we went to some that were pretty negative. Actually, an internal investment management person at Commonwealth was gave kind of the scariest one I heard. And his sort of worst case scenario was that we retest the lows and drop 10% from there. But that was very much in the minority view. I think the majority view was that we have seen the lows. We may retest them, we may come close to that, but really the lows are in. And part of that is where we are on inflation. The inflation numbers that came out last week, it's November 15th as I'm recording this, um, showed that inflation had dropped to 7.7%. Still a high number, but it's starting to roll over. And part of what is keeping it high is rents, housing. But we expect as everything else sort of trickles through the um, economy, that those will come down too, but that's very much a lagging indicator of where we are on inflation. Food, supply chain, things like that are have a much more immediate impact. And really, as housing slows down due to higher mortgage rates, then that's going to allow some of the demand to um, sort of slow down and allow supply to catch up. And I think it's also telling that FedEx has announced that it's reducing routes, which says that that part of the supply chain has certainly eased. They're not flying all the time, making their pilots work lots of overtime. And the container ships that you used to be able to see off the coast in California they're not piled up, they're showing up, getting unloaded. And it does look like we've avoided a rail strike, so that's gonna continue to run because so much of our goods in this country are delivered by rail. So the downside to that, what's causing some friction right now is the level of the Mississippi River because that's impacting barge traffic. A lot of very large steel, and farm goods get moved via the Mississippi River. And so as that's low, that has put some, um, slowed that traffic down considerably. But we've had rain over the last week and as we continue to get some wet weather, that should help raise that level and barge traffic should pick up. So in reality, it looks as though with this, with interest rates going up, the cost of the debt going up, that that is going to actually allow the economy to start moving more freely again, which should reduce the upward pressure on prices. The other thing that is actually going to help, as Chairman Powell at the Fed has said, that he's wanting to 
reduce the wage inflation, what he's really saying is he wants to put people out of work. Well, we are two years away from the next presidential election. That's not a real great campaign slogan that we're trying to put Americans out of work. So I don't think it's going to continue as long as some people are afraid of. Yes, they want to get ahead of it. Yes, he's doing a hard line because part of it is by not raising rates last year when many thought they should have, they really got behind the eight ball. So now they're trying to reestablish credibility and he's being the sort of stern taskmaster. But as these rates get filtered through, I think it's going to leave a healthier bond market, reduce speculation when it actually costs some money to borrow money, um, and ultimately lead to a healthier economy. Are we going to see some slowdown next year? Maybe, probably, but I don't think structurally we are in nearly the mess that we were in in 08, 09, and even with the tech crash. And an article that I read today in the Business Journal talked about tech layoffs. There's been a lot of headline um, numbers about Meta being Facebook, Twitter, um, laying these tech companies laying people off. But when you look at employment in the tech sector, it's actually higher today than it was a year ago, even factoring in these layoffs. And there's more job postings now than there were a year ago. So the unemployment rate in the tech sector is 2.2%. So we're not talking about 6 7% unemployment. And the Fed generally <clears throat> calls full employment 5%. So it's still very, very healthy. And but I do think that it's likely to maybe take some of the wage pressure off. So I've talked a lot about a lot of numbers. The bottom line is I think that while things are scary and we may continue to see some um, bumps in the road, I think overall markets are healthy. This is a sort of a normal correction and there are some bright lights out there. It's not nearly as bad as the headlines. Um, as someone I listen to quite a bit, he calls CNBC and Fox Business, he calls them the financial pornography networks. And I think they really are, and you have to remember that. They're trying to get you to do something because the traditional brokerage houses and online uh, investment firms, they make money when people trade, not when they just sit there and wait for markets to come back. So remember that and enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday with your family. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. I'm Stacy Hyde.